Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the podcast. As always, I am your host, Joaquin Figueroa, and this week we have an awesome episode for you. I had a chance to sit down and conversate with the death dealer himself. Now, this episode was an amazing one for me because prior to even agreeing to a date for us to sit down and chop it up on the podcast, he actually asked me to come and train with him. And that gave us the opportunity for us to to meet and for me to see what he's about and for him to see what I'm about. Uh, not only that, but he brought over two of his buddies from Love Hate Tattoo, uh, which are two amazing guys as well. So without further ado, here's my episode featuring Ant Caruso, a.k.a. Frameworks, also with special guests Zane and Jet of Love Hate Tattoo. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I am crazy. But you know what else? I don't give a fuck. Welcome to the Asylum Podcast. Welcome to the Asylum Podcast. I have a very special guest today. I got my boy, Ant Caruso, a.k.a. Frameworks, uh, the, the beast who trains beasts. And let me tell you, that's exactly what he does because he fucking murdered me the other day. So I felt it firsthand. <laughs> you murdered yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You were mentioning that um, the last time that you don't really do anything. You just uh, help bring that, you know, bring the energy out of the person themselves. That's right. I mean, I did. I made, I made a post yesterday about it. Yeah. You know, I don't really, I don't really think anyone needs me, to be honest. Yeah. I don't think anyone has to hire me. I mean, I've trained a lot of people for free, and most of the time, I don't even do anything. I mean, did when I trained you, did I lift a weight? No. It's calling out the stuff that you're lying to yourself about. Mm -hmm. You know. I mean, yeah. I know when I look in the mirror, I pick out six things that I fucking hate about. You know what I'm working on, and you know that's not just how I look in the mirror. Mm -hmm. It's bullshit that I fuck up every day with, even outside of the gym, that yeah. I need to work on. That's obvious, right? You know, yeah. Like stop being a piece of shit. You know, yeah. Stop being this or that. But trust me, I you know, I completely understand with that because uh, I I mean I beat myself up, especially like now. Now is like the heaviest I've been in in a long time. Oh, so boy. every every fucking day, like I'm giving myself that shit. But it's good to hear it from somebody else to to give you that little bit of a of a push. You know what I mean? I think these guys. I got uh, Jet and Zane here, gentlemen from Love Hate. What I know you guys are. Um, mm -hmm. they uh, they know that anyone who I work with, I start. I don't even start with at the gym. Mm -hmm. I start kind of working on their head right out the gate right doesn't even start in the gym right you gotta have your shit together outside of of the gym first if your life's falling apart you can't hold a job mm -hmm. you can't your personal life sucks i mean i'll be honest the, some of my biggest downfalls is that my personal life is blown that's held me back from being or getting farther or reaching my goal quicker and I've always had to take steps back to make sure that shit was right first. Okay. Before, you know, doing this stuff. I mean, you know, I think I've told you, but mm -hmm. a lot of people think that personal training is the only thing I do. Right. You know, it's my second job. Yep. It get, it allows me to kind of pick and choose who I want to work with. But, you know, my priority is 
being an engineer for the county mm-hmm. and doing that to the best that I can because that is what pays my bills. You know, I'm yeah. a f- everyday dude. You okay. know, what I'm not going to obviously put out. You know, the shit that I love is training and helping people. But as a lot of people know, I don't charge a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, I do it more to help people, and I like working with the best. You know, um, a lot of time, like Joey, I've worked with him before. Um, I, I fuck around with leaders. Mm-hmm. So, like, Joey is a leader in his bubble, you know? Mm-hmm. You are a leader in your bubble. Mm-hmm. G. Coop, who you did a podcast yep. with before, he's a leader in his bubble. Correct. But when you train leaders, you know, they have to accept that, you know, the ego gets pushed to the side and whatever. And yeah, you know, that's why I think it is important for, for, for what you do. Cause it's not necessarily that, that you're bringing that out of them is you need to hear that, especially amongst leaders. Like there are a lot of people who, who, who are leaders in their bubble, but they don't, they don't want to hear that truth because they have a lot of people behind them that are giving them what they want to hear. Right. So when you have that one, when that, when you have that one person that's telling you, get the fuck up motherfucker. Like, no, we're not done yet. Right. You or know what I mean? When I say, Hey, don't come to the gym until you get a fucking job. Yeah. You know, Yep. or, or don't come to the gym or don't expect to pay me until you're caught up with the rest of your shit. Cause I hear stories about you behind on bills and stuff, right, right, you know? Right. I mean, a lot of times, like if you look on Instagram and, and shit like that, uh, you see guys Instagram or girls, I mean, them mm-hmm. too, mm-hmm. and their entire thing is all about fitness or the gym or working out. There's nothing about the everyday life that they go through. Yeah. It's just, a, there's a lot of times that I see that somebody's Instagram doesn't really match Mm. when I get, when I see them in person, right. You know, right. They'll come in and I'll see their Instagram all about fitness and they come and see me and I'll train them for a day and I'll ask them to do specific tasks that they should be able to do based off of what I see because it looks like they're about that life Mm -hmm. and I give them certain tasks and they just can't be completed. Right. And I think it's a big reality check and you know, you're really not about this life, bro. You know? You mm-hmm. need to step to the plate a little bit more, you know? There are levels to it, man. But, I mean, I don't want to come across as, like, a full hater on, no. on, you know, what I see on social media. That's why, like, I mean, I think I'm of an age, you know, I'm a little older, that I didn't come up with social media around at the start mm-hmm. where I had to learn about bodybuilding through walking into Samson's when where I train, where... When I was a young, young kid and seeing construction dudes in their boots first set in doing 315, mm. you know, and being like super intimidated to the point where I went to a different gym until I felt like I was on that level yeah. to train there. Right. And it was a long time, you know, until I got there. I worked out, my first workout partner was my mother, you know, and I trained mm-hmm. with my mom for a, a couple years all through high school. And, uh, you know, that's where I started the process of really learning and wanting to learn more. And then there was looking at magazines and from magazines trying to figure out stuff. Yeah. And then knowing that I wanted to be a bodybuilder, but I had to take certain steps to be that way. But And the only way I could figure that out was by 
reading a magazine and seeing these sets and workouts. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it was just a hard learning process. But that learning process put me in in to learn my body right. and, and understand what works, what doesn't for me. Mm -hmm. And I was always able to take that kind of learning process and apply it to others now on how to like make the best workout for you. Right. You know? Right. Right off the bat, like when we trained, you know, I had a couple things to tell you, you know, and then maybe some of it yeah. I won't share, mm -hmm. you know, but those things set the tone for the workout and it allowed me to understand where you were and where we could go from there in that workout, right. you know, and I stayed within those brackets. Right. Like you said, there's steps, you know, there's yeah. a, a big staircase and I'm nowhere near the top of that staircase. Mm -hmm. I know personally, I'm, I mean, I'm the, I'm my hardest critic. I'm trash, you know? Yeah. I, I work every day at being better in the gym or people it, would disagree with that. Yeah, but. whatever. <laughs> you know, I might be a strong dude or, yeah. but even that, you know, mm -hmm. there's Larry wheels out here doing crazy stuff, you yeah. know, yep. but uh, it's just, you know, and th that's another thing. Like the hard part about the whole social media thing is that, you know, the person from Back in the day, like, I didn't have Larry Wheels to look at and get discouraged because that is discouraging. Yeah. You know, seeing Larry Wheels do something and knowing that you, that is just so impossible. Right. You know, all I saw was, like, guys doing tangible things, and I set targets on those dudes. Mm. You know, like, I'm going to fucking outbench that dude, in a, you know? And I had yeah. those internal num things that I went after. And some people I use as motivation as my target to get better. But, you know, as I reflect now and what I try to pass on is that it's not always a competition against who you're training with or another person in the gym. You're, you should be motivating yourself mm. and you should be setting your own things to challenge yourself with, you know? Yeah. And sometimes I, I, I've had a, a training partner, Isaiah, who is strong is as strong as it gets. Mm. And I actually had to set him free from training with us because I felt like he could push himself so much further once he got past some of the stuff that was holding him back. Mm -hmm. And the only way to do that was for him to go on his own and really figure out that internal battle right. and get over those demons or create demons mm -hmm. because that's how I like to lift. You know, like on my top end sets, I tap into fucking demons. Right. I tap into the shit that bothers me or I create scenarios mm -hmm. of something that is going to like break me. Yeah. You know? Yep. To get me to a point where I have to lift, you know, something that is otherwise impossible for me to do just walking off the street. I don't know. These guys, Zane, you've seen me on my workups. Yeah, you, you black out. I black, <laughs> I black out. That's crazy. Nope. You know? That's that's insane. Yeah, full, <laughs> that's crazy. Full out nosebleed. You'll come out and go, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> did, I, did I pick it up? <laughs> I know. I mean, in, in some respects, I mean, he, these guys have been here on some of the craziest shit that's happened. Here's an ex like the front squat day. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I, I did a 600-pound front squat, mm -hmm. and that's where the bar sits on the front of your delts. And uh, I, I my goal was for one. I think I did two that day. Mm-hmm. And as I racked it, the bar bounced off the okay. rack. Yeah. And I had these guys side-spotting me. But as I went in, the bar pushed my hand 
through one of the pegs. Fuck. All right? You you could, like, see a hole in my hand. What the fuck? I didn't even know it happened. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. From I did All I knew is I did the lift. Yeah. I sat down. I looked at my hand, and all I saw was the insides, like, straight through. That's crazy. And I go, yo, we got a problem. <laughs> yeah. Mind you, that day I was dressed up like a clown. I had, I had fire <laughs> leggings on. I had a tie-dye T-shirt. You know? Yeah. We went to the hospital. The the the, the late the doctor what thought I was crazy, right? Yeah. yeah. She she's like <laughs> no one believed us. No one believed you us. You didn't you didn't do six hundred pounds. Yeah. No way. <laughs> they, they, they were like, here, they're like, here's the video, bro. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> that that is that is nuts, but I can I can I still have the scar right here. It's like a crescent moon, you know? Yeah. But you know, that that's some of the stuff. That kind of stuff right there. Yeah, yeah. These are the that's the the war wounds of you know pushing yourself. Yeah. But I also got smarter from that because I was so worked up mm-hmm. and so out of control mm-hmm. that when I racked it, I racked it with that same energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know now that when the lift's over, the lift's over. You have to go back into that control. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And. It's a double edge, you know. It's a double edge. You got to be able. It's a valve. We talk about the valve. When you're training, and you're leading up, whatever your count up is, your setup to like a maximal number. If you're on like a compound lift, like mm-hmm. a bench, deadlift, or squat, and you're going after, say, whatever your goal is for the day. Say it's a a two rep or a three rep or five rep. You know, five for five, wherever you are. But you have to slowly release that valve. Until those work maximal sets mm. where you have to open that valve completely, but then be able to shut it off so you have more for the rest of the day. Right. You know? Right. So we're always constantly controlling that valve. I mean, a fighter can even, you know, a boxer mm-hmm. a f- can even relate to that, that when they're fighting, you know, in whatever the three minutes are, you know, if you go 100% valve open for three minutes, yeah. I mean, anyone's gotten into a fight. Yeah. It's hard to last 30 seconds in a fight yeah. and not be gassed mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, to be able to just maintain that. And that balance. That balance yeah. and stuff. Yeah. See, so like I I have obviously never experienced anything that <laughs> like like what you just explained to me. <laughs> but sure you have. I'm, sure you have. <laughs> because when we did the one thing. Yeah. The, the blue hack. Yep, yep. You mm. experienced. I yeah. said, you have to show me what you can do. Yeah. You know? Yep. And that's exactly what I was going to say. Like, from what you uh, what you taught me in the one session that we had, right? Because now you're, you're, you're talking to a guy who's been working out by myself, have never been trained or anything like that for six years. And everything that I did learn was from the internet but i was keeping myself at a safe pace to where i would not like hurt myself so i'm not risking myself for of injury you know things like that so then when we came into it that day and honestly the reason why i chose legs and i told you that was because it scared the fuck out of me to to work out legs with you because i know how hard you can go and at that same time it's like how I'm, I'm like, oh, he gave me an out a little bit. Like, what? I didn't give you no what? out. Well, I, no, no. I, I put you at the step you were you, at. You, no, no. You, you asked me, what do you want to, to train? And I'm already like, oh, okay, well, we could do this. E- either way, it would have been an eye opener. But uh, I'm like, oh, so we don't have to do legs? All right, cool. And then in my head, I'm like beating myself. And I'm like, nah, dude, like you came here. You got to do it. Like, fuck it. it. Legs it is. And then I was like, that's why I had that little bit of hesitation. I'm like, you know what? 
Legs it is. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. So you, you, yeah, yeah. Oh my, you got to do it because like it scared the fuck out of me. And I'm like the reason it, this scares me. This scares me more than anything else that we're that, that we could train. So let's go for that. So Jet came in full speed. I can do legs. You know this shit ain't nothing. You know he used to make fun of me all the time because he'd see my Instagram and I'd be flexing and be like. Look at this dude. He's so fucking weird. You know? Laughing. Yeah. Yeah, we're not going to say that. You know? <laughs> but he came in for a leg day. Yeah. Talking big shit. I used to do construction. I would move, you know, concrete and, and the whatever. First thing we did was leg press. Three sets in, he was curled up into a ball on the <laughs> ground. We were waking him up and pouring Gatorade down his throat to bring him back. That's yeah. And so trust and me, I felt like that. That was a that was an awakening for him though, because yeah. he realized, holy shit, I am nowhere's near, mm-hmm. and it scares you because I think when that happens, you say, holy fuck, what would happen in real life if zombies were chasing me? Not that zombies are real life. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> yeah, still, if zombies know. are real life, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Somebody wants to get you, or someone wants to fuck your family up. Yep. You know. Yep. You like got. You got to. You got to. You got to be on point. Yep. You know, and I think we're functional training. We're not just out here. It's a misconception, I think, with when you look at my Instagram or when you, because that's the only social media I have. Um, that all we do is hurt people. Did I hurt you? No. Yeah. Mm-mm. Zane, do I hurt you every day? Every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, more, if, men, more mentally, more mentally than physically. <laughs> if you if you talk to if you talk to my fiance, yeah. she'll tell you something else. She was like, "You should probably go to the hospital." I'm like, "No, nah, no." Nah. Like I, I deserve this for 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 not fucking putting my legs through it before that. Right. So mm-hmm. so I need to I need to get to the point where where they're functioning again. Don't worry right. about it. But I, you know, I think that's more of the awakening part. Yeah. Perspective. You got perspective, you got yeah. perspective mm-hmm. on what it could be. You know. A lot of a lot of times I'll only train somebody one time, mm-hmm. you know, or a lot of times I'll have somebody come in to have a conversation about training, yeah, and they can't even get past me talking to them one time, <laughs> you know. That's true. <laughs> you know, this kid came. This one kid came in, and I don't know what he was thinking, but telling me about how he wants to do shows and this and that, and I thought he thought I was going to respect him. That he says, oh, I do 300 pull-ups every day yeah. at the end of the conversation. And I was just like, well, that just sounds like some prison bullshit, you yeah. know? That's yeah. what, like, convicts do, you know, when they're locked up. When you have nothing hey, else. When you got nothing else to do. Bro, yeah. you should have a life, yeah. you know? Yeah. There's a lot more to, than just gym shit and that you have to do 300 pull-ups a day. Yeah. You know? And especially if you're talking to me, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, fuck, you know? I think... You just have to fucking really realize that the gym stuff is the easiest part, uh-huh. you know? And as long as you're going 100% when you're in the gym stuff, the rest is the hard part, the diet. the Yeah. Like, so, Zane, how much weight have you put on in the past month? Almost 30 pounds. 30 pounds. Mm-hmm. Okay? And that's just off of being focused on his diet. Uh-huh. He's the smallest guy that trains with us. And, oh, probably, okay. and probably pound for pound, one of the strongest guys that trains. I believe it. 
you know? I same, believe it. No, I've seen the videos. <laughs> I've seen the videos. A lot of the videos that I've actually seen uh, of you before I even went to your page was other people that I know in, you know, in the fitness world here right. locally who all train with you. And every single one of them is like posting up a video of them giving it their all. And, they, and, and you know, pretty much just a training session, an average training session. Yep. And, and that was what I would look at and I'd be like, holy shit. You know, I've even told Gary, I'm like, because uh, he's asked to work out with me sometimes to show me a little bit and stuff. And, and then um, on a day when he was training with you guys, he's just like, yeah. I don't know if, if that's the right day because we're all a bunch of fucking savages. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm like, you know what? You're probably right. Like On Sundays, I would do a, a kind of a free-for-all back day where who, no anyone could. That's the way I usually do it. I've just been taking a little hiatus this past month. But starting January again, every Sunday at 11 o'clock, I do a anyone can show up back day. Mm. Uh, but it's fair warning. Yeah, at your own risk. You're doing my back day. Right. You're you not know? slowing me down. You're you're not going to slow me down. Correct. So if you come in here thinking you you want to do this back day, yeah, and, or I'm going to curtail it because you're there. Yeah. And I'll be honest, sometimes I do. If I know like somebody's in a show prep, I'll I'll do it towards their show prep needs. Right. But you know if it's a winter winter sunday like today mm-hmm. when ain't there's nothing better than to wreck yourself yeah i'm gonna go full out and wreck myself there yeah you know mm-hmm. have you ever done shows yeah 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 long, that was terrible <laughs> <laughs> i'll be honest <laughs> the experience or just yeah, uh, so the last show i did was uh kind of and it, i mean i was proud i did it because uh earlier well for the the year previous i i had cancer and uh i had a surgery in my back went through a bunch of bullshit you yeah. know trying to get rid of it became uh you know as the term cancer free mm-hmm. and uh i wanted to do one more and then did the show i was just proud that i got it yeah. because when i when i found out that i that i had a sarcoma in my back mm-hmm. I was just about to go into a show prep. Gotcha. So I was like the biggest I had been ever. Mm. I was like, you know, so pumped, so focused, so dialed in. I had everything lined up. I had a coach hired. I was like 100% ready to go. And then that hit. And it was such a, like a, a bubble deflate. Yeah. You know, I can imagine. Yeah. So it took a lot, you know, to come back, you know, from that. I did the show and it was kind of, it was kind of, you know, good and bad. You know, I, I, I did okay, mm-hmm. I guess, you know, I think I came in like first for like on the amateur part of it and then second or third in the open, but you know, it wasn't like, it doesn't, didn't match the effort yeah. that I had put into it. Yeah. So it was discouraging. Um, it was like to hit, get hit with something so big, like at a, yeah pivotal point like your your mind is gonna also not be fully into that either I would, right I would and, and it, it was a different it was a different like time set i think now there's a, a different class called classic bodybuilding mm-hmm. that if i were to ever fire it up again i'd probably fit really well in if i had that class earlier on when when i was going full at it i think i would have done a lot better and mm-hmm. been more you know, not trashy about it. Right. You know, it's just hard for me. I'm a taller dude. I'm six one, six foot. You know, yeah. six one on a good day. Yeah. You know, but I'm. Uh, 
you know, it's hard for me to fill out when, so if I'm in a, like a heavyweight or super heavyweight, I'm going against shorter guys that are a lot more stocky at the same weight, you know? Yeah. But me being a six foot dude and yeah. longer arms, you know, it's harder to fill out. However, I think aesthetically when it is and it does look full, mm-hmm. I can look a lot better than somebody who is shorter, you know, like, yeah, especially if I emphasize it, like on posing, I love posing, mm. you know, it may not know it because I don't ever show it on social media, but I, I, I really am into the, you know, the aesthetics of showing your body the proper way. Okay. And, you know, in the bodybuilding aspect, the way someone poses one person, like a G coop, the way he poses doesn't necessarily work for the way I pose. Mm. We're two different people, so we yeah. have to show our strong points differently, mm-hmm. you know? Gary has an exceptional waist, very tight, you know? My waist is nowhere near as tight, so I have to hide it a little bit. Gotcha. You know? Yeah. But, you know, I, I really like that that sort of thing. However, you know, now that I'm not doing that stuff and I'm focusing on just training, Yeah. you know, it, there's... I, the itch is always still there yeah. to, to do it. I know I can. I know I can get in shape because when I go on vacation, mm-hmm. you know, I'll try to stunt a little bit and yeah. bring, bring the abs out, yeah. you know. And uh, I know these guys wouldn't like to see when I'm pushing dieting, you know. Yeah. Um, I just don't know if I – I think when Jet started really tattooing me a couple years ago when I went almost full body coverage mm-hmm. – that was me almost shelving the idea. You okay, know, of, I get what you're saying. Yeah, because it's harder to see the muscle under tattoos. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's, it does. You know, tattoos kind of take away from some of it. But you know, the way Jet and Zane tattoo, a lot of times they try to accent your muscle by where they place a, a tattoo. Right. You know, mm-hmm. like Zane has tattooed my almost everywhere. Jet's tattooed almost everywhere on me. And I think we've always thought about aesthetically placing a tattoo so it makes the it doesn't take away from the yeah. muscle. You know? I mean a tattoo has to flow with your with your body frame. It has to right. look right and yeah, with someone who's muscular or possibly going to train sometime, you have to incorporate that into the design of the tattoo, into how it sits, it flows, yep. you know, position everything. Right. You know? I mean I tried to always stay away from like straight line stuff. Yeah. You know, anytime straight line, that that's when it gets a little wonky when you're doing, like, poses and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I'll be real. Most of my tattoos are, like, nerd stuff. Yeah. Transformers, yeah. you know? I got a garage sale of junk all on my left, <laughs> on my left ribs. Garage sale. <laughs> yeah, it is, you know? I, I like random, uh, you know, I, 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 I'm a nerd at heart, so, yeah. you know, I got a lot of, like, rando stuff on me but you know i they these guys have always called me the death dealer so mm-hmm. i got death dealer stuff you know frank frenzetta stuff on me you know that's dope. just you know kind of following through with the whole you know theme of things i guess yeah i, just, I think i'm more like you when it comes to that i'm sorry i didn't no, mean no, to no, cut you good. off um 
because I, I I'm a bit like people start getting into the thought. Oh, I, you know, I want to get a tattoo, but I don't really know what I want. I don't know anything meaningful. I'm like, dude, I got I have Mario fucking high as fuck <laughs> on an old mushroom on my arm. I have like Joker's. I have Darth Vader. I have Joe Pesci on my fucking leg. Like, right. Whatever you enjoy, put it on your fucking body. And even if even if in the future, like you think like, oh, well, that was pretty stupid. Uh, that was at a point of your life where that was, you know, like that brings back memories. Listen, dude, I have tribal tattoos like a bro from back in the day that yeah. jet covered up with a cool dragon <laughs> you know yeah i was that douchebag yeah. back in the day with tribal tattoos you know walking around thinking oh yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah but i thank god jet can cover them you know you can't even tell they're there all right guys i'm hoping that you are enjoying this episode so far Uh, But before we get through the rest of it, I need to bring up my sponsors, all right? This episode is brought to you by Regime CBD Vape and Smoke. They have a huge selection of CBD and vape products. They are located at 106 Cobblestone Court Drive in Victor, New York, right across the street from Eastview Mall. And remember, you must be 21 or older to enter the store, all right? So please visit them soon. Join the Regime. If you were to if you were to look at my Instagram or my social media, you'd come with one thought of who I am. Mm-hmm. And in reality, I'm into guns. You know, yeah. I'm in, I'm into uh, Call of Duty, big time gaming. You know, it's such a it's such a weird mm-hmm. it's weird little slice of things. Yep. And when I'm outside, like. When we, when we hang out at the shop, it's very rare that we're talking gym stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, Zane, I Zane and I right now are working on our second cover of a song. Mm-hmm. Nice. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, the nice. first one we did was Megan Trainer, All, All About, about That, that Bass, <laughs> <laughs> which was ridiculous. We made, we made a video of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, this one we're doing Old Town Road. Yeah. So that's fire, man. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I mean, it's still, like, just because it's fun. It's yeah, fun. it's just because it's fun. Why not do it? Mm-hmm. You know, that's why. That's why I like um, doing this. Like this. This was just. I want to talk to people. I got like because of social media, and you only get like a certain aspect of their life. I think that this is uh, a better place for us to like have a conversation. That's why I really don't write down bullet points or anything like that. We have a conversation. I want people to understand who the person that I'm speaking to is because you may have heard of that person, but you don't know who that person is. You, you've never sat down and had a conversation, you know, people enjoy those things. Right. I mean, even, even this is just a snippet of, you know, yeah. what I'm sure it's just, a, obviously yeah. it's a snippet of what you have to offer. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I, I know you're like, we talked about the Apple stuff. Yeah. And, I mean, I would come to you for Apple advice nonstop. Yeah. You know, now come now, through now that I know you're my guy, <laughs> yeah. you know, cause I love Apple shit, you yeah. know, let me know, dude. But we just, you know, it's just, as, I, I don't, and that's kind of like, I like to work with people one-on-one. I see a lot of people who like group train mm-hmm. and, and do stuff. And even, even my friendships with people, like my friendship with Zane, like the way we had gotten tight was, some of our tightest moments were that we'd eat breakfast before every workout, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And I, I'm telling you, when I was going through it, I was bouncing a lot of stuff off Zane's head. Mm-hmm. Maybe not necessarily for advice, right? but just as him to sponge, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. yeah. 
Just getting it out. No doubt. And I and I and hopefully would, and hopefully it's been a mutual thing. Yeah. You know? We would go train about it right after. No doubt. We'd be like, yo, this is all the shit. All right, let's leave it here and go hit the fucking weights. Yep. Sometimes when you can stir up emotion mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. you know, and and being a part of like a cool culture that we've kind of developed, like the frameworks thing. I don't like thinking it's like a brand. Yeah. You know, I think more or less like a cult it's like yeah cult cult or we're, <laughs> we're, yeah it might be a little culty <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah I know. it's just a, it is it is a giant inside joke but nice. we we i think it's more like creating a culture that you know where we set a certain set of rules or guidelines that people want to follow because you know they know that it gets it them better mm-hmm. you know and there's certain things you do like i could release a t-shirt or a hoodie you know, every week, you know, these guys draw every day. Yeah. They could give me new logos, new shit. I could be pumping stuff out, new right. stuff all the time, but I don't because it, the saturation, it would be way too saturated with, with stuff. No one, there'd be no emphasis. Right. So like mo- this coming up, I have a, a long sleeve shirt that I worked and Jet helped me with. We worked very hard in planning. And I call it kind of the sponsorship shirt mm-hmm. or uh, the die for your cause shirt because that's what the image is. Okay. Um, I hired uh, one of the best artists that there is, in, in my opinion, obviously. Mm-hmm. He does uh, black pen and ink pencil drawings and uh, very graphic, very graphic mm-hmm. drawing, uh, Jerry Beck. Okay. And uh, he's run uh, a T-shirt company and some other stuff. But – he put a drawing together that resembled somebody dying for their cause. If you look on my Instagram, it's one of my top posts right now for whenever this gets posted. Um, and I took everyone who I've ever worked with, you know, love, hate has been a part of every single shirt that I do. You know, I always have love, hate motherfucker mm-hmm. on every one of my shirts, you know, mm-hmm. because Honestly, I think if you can't – and this comes back to some other stuff, so I'm going to bridge on it, that I see a lot of dudes who want sponsorships. Yeah. You know, and it doesn't matter what you do, you know. Mm-hmm. People want a sponsor. Like if you're a bodybuilder or you're a girl who's training, you want the Gymshark sponsorship. Yeah. You know, the point is, is how the fuck are you going to get a sponsorship when your own city doesn't even know you? Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The point, if you want a sponsorship, you should be going to local businesses and then helping a local business. Mm-hmm. Because uh, let me tell you something. Since him and I have teamed up, love-hate, my ability to network and grow, because think about how many people process through and see frameworks. Yeah. You know, now, mm-hmm. at this point, probably every day in a gym someplace, somebody's wearing a frameworks T-shirt. I see them all the time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No matter, you know, if it's the Golds and Webster, if it's Planet Fitness, no hate. Mm-hmm. Let's be real. Yeah. A gym's a gym. Yeah. Everyone's got to start somewhere. I Correct. don't hate. I don't hate Planet Fitness. Right. We, we have memberships to all of them. Yeah. Right. We do. Nice. You know? Yeah. So I think that it doesn't really matter where you train, but the fact that, you know, if you work with, if you, my main point is that if you work with a local company like, love hate Mm -hmm. or even if you went to like uh your whoever monroe muffler Mm -hmm. you know and tried to hook up with them to say hey 
I'll wear a Monroe muffler hoodie yeah. every day when I train because I'm a walking billboard. Yep. When I'm in the gym, people look at me. I guarantee that you're going to get farther than you will trying to get a discount code for some Redcon 1 supplement or some whatever, whoever yeah. you're trying, you know? Yep. It just doesn't make sense to me to give away things for free. Mm-hmm. You know, give yourself away for free. Right. You know, I mean, I know that at times, if I, when I've tried to grow my training business, I've realized the fact that the only way that I can get farther is by staying busy. Mm. The more people I train, the better it is for me, even if I'm training a lot of people for free. Right. Because if I can give service away, eventually that service builds a value. Yep. You can't just jump into a pool and expect to be 600 a month. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or whatever you're charging. Yeah. I think that it's you constantly have to build your business. And like what we do, I don't even consider this branding a business. I consider it building a family. You know, we're mm-hmm. building a love-hate frameworks, whoever, G-Coop and his fitness thing, or, you know, yeah. we're all the Asylum podcast. Mm-hmm. We're a fucking family now. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Yep. We're all a part of that same little circle who follows a set of rules set by whoever, mm-hmm. and we're just abiding by that to get better. You right. know, not just in here, but outside too. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And I believe that 100% because, like, a lot of... um. I don't know if it's necessarily Rochester. I'm sure it happens everywhere. But a lot of people, uh, there are certain people who love to see someone that's like in the same type of uh, industry, you know, and and then they they're like they automatically look at them as like um, uh, like a threat, which it's always good to have competition. That's perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But nothing in there says that you can't create like a you know like a like a team with that person or like a bond or something you know like a network is going to grow a network can only expand and you cutting that off at at any point just kind of puts you in a little bit of a hole um so i'm always like i'm a firm believer like even if someone that i know is like talking shit about someone else you know it's like i don't know that person i can't i can't like whatever bro like i like i I like when people talk shit about me (laughs) i'll be honest yeah i like it i'm like yes but you have that we know we touched them yeah we know we got to them yeah that's a fact though and a fact and i'll be honest if someone is either talk like i have no problem like taking my crew Mm -hmm. and handing my crew over to a trainer who i may not agree with how they train right or their style of training but you know what we can learn something from them. Yeah. I guarantee we, we can take something away. Mm-hmm. We can even take away the fact that, fuck this shit, never doing it again. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. We can we can understand, but you know what? I'm not, I don't ever talk shit about no. what they do. If they want to do that, do that. Guess what? Yeah. You ain't fucking with how, what we're doing here. Correct. You know? Correct. And even like, I'll even say this. The people that want to train with me, train with me. Mm-hmm. The people who don't want to train with me, they don't. They and don't, you know yeah. what? I don't want to fucking train them anyways. Right. You know, because you're probably not going to like it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm a certain flavor. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. And my flavor is not for everyone. No. My flavor. I, I, and I know I'm I, I'm like spikes going down your throat. You know? <laughs> 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 so. Yeah. You know? I, I, 
it happens to be that way sometimes. Hey, you know, that's I, cool. It's, it, you know, the same way with like the tattoo shop. The way they tattoo, mm-hmm. guess what? It may not be for you guys, right? You know, right? Or it's cool. That's and it's cool. That's, that's perfectly yeah. I mean, Jet is a, the Swiss Army knife of tattooers. You know, he can <laughs> do whatever the fuck. You know, yeah. He, you give him a style, he's going to be able to knock it out of the park. Yeah. But guess what? You know, if you don't want to go to him, don't go to him. It's no, it's real the same way with me. Yeah. It's really no skin off my back because guess what? When I go home, I'm firing up multiplayer Call of Duty, putting mm-hmm. my headset on, probably pissing my girlfriend off when I play for yeah. too long, you know, <laughs> <laughs> or yelling at the screen, you know. Yeah. You know, and that like uh, for for Jet, I know even if nobody if no one wanted to go to you, you have a long list of motherfuckers that are waiting to come to you. You know what I mean? So it's. Well, also, yeah, I, I, I do have a long list of people that want to get tattooed, but yeah. I, I also try to open up a lot of stuff to the roster community mm-hmm. and surrounding cities by having one of the best tattoo conventions in the Northeast right. that I put together. Yeah. So, you know, my, my, my house is open right. to a lot of people, a lot of people. You know, if I if I don't do that style, there's that's fine. I, I can find the top in the business to come and do that style correct yeah and uh, you know I, and your name uh precedes you because i i've never met you before or anything like that but i've heard of love hate <laughs> i've heard of you know of jet i've even heard of zane so you know and this is my first time actually meeting you guys and seeing how you look in, per- in person you thought we were taller right <laughs> <laughs> uh just a little bit but <laughs> but no but you know it's uh and that's why that's why it's such a, a great thing like ne- to never be closed-minded and you never know how befriending somebody or even like i've seen you in the gym you know um and it wasn't until like after I, I didn't know who you were, but it wasn't until like I probably, I, I probably looked miserable. <laughs> <laughs> you were just you know you were just was, training. Yeah, focus. You, know, you do you do your thing. I don't like messing with anyone at the gym when they're when they're in their zone. I don't try to talk their ear off or anything like that. So the gym is never. Uh, I mean, I personally don't like it when people talk to me like that. You know what I mean? So I don't I don't go up and interrupt what you're doing to 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 you know. Well, I'll introduce say, I'll, myself. I'll say this. Whoever, whoever's listening, mm-hmm. if you see me, I don't care. Come yeah. say hi. Say what's up. Because guess what? I I'll, I don't have a problem saying what up. Yeah. You. yeah. Even if you have a question, I don't mind answering because yeah. I'm still going to work through whatever I got to do. Mm-hmm. I'll just put a pause on it and do my set. Gotcha. You know? it's, it, it's obvious, and I think any person common sense knows why. You know, when you're gathering yourself for a heavy lift or you got to be really focused, mm-hmm. I wear that on my face. Yeah. The same way you wear it on your face. Mm-hmm. When it's time to get focused, you know, those are the times that you avoid, you know, mm-hmm. those conversations. But, you know, any other time, I, I mean, we're joking around a lot. Yeah. You know, yeah. when we're doing like controlled stuff, we're pretty control. We're pretty loose. You know, let's wear like the Megan Trainer song came because we were messing around because it kept coming on on the over oh, you know the music at Samson's sometimes isn't the best yeah you know it's mostly oldies and I let me break it to you that's everywhere we were at world I think yeah. we were at world when that was going on right oh yeah world yeah that's yeah. what I was gonna say I, I I don't think I've ever gone to a gym where the music wasn't like every time i forget my headphones i'm like why the fuck is this playing at the gym you know well, if you come into the dungeon room that samson's we play 
you know. Yeah, you have control, though. Yeah, we have control. Yeah, you have control, though. Probably some of the people who even listen to it, like when Zane and I have our choice of what we want to play. Yeah, it's we're probably the only two that are happy with it. Yes. (laughs) Well, some some of that was in Coop's videos, and his people that follow Coop are like. You're into that stuff? Yeah, I know. <laughs> what, what is that shit you guys are listening to? I know, it's because it is. Most of the stuff we listen to is pure shit. Hey, man, as long as that shit, as long as that shit has that, that energy and that feeling to help you fucking push and dig deep, man, fuck it. I don't give hey, a fuck what it is. Listen, somebody could scream. I, I'm not looking, I'm not looking to hear somebody like give me some masterful lyric that yeah. I got to feel it to the heart and like. Oh my God! This reminds me of the time my girl cheated on me. You know, I feel it so much. Nah, you know, I don't need to hear that. You yeah, know? no. If someone says "fuck you" with passion in a song, I'm gonna vibe with that yeah. way more. Hell yeah! You know, if you say "fuck you, motherfucker," I'm like, oh, he means it. You know, I'm gonna feel that a lot more. Yeah. You know, than just some f- lyric about some dude going through a breakup. You know. Yeah terrible no, that's why that's what i'm saying so megan trainer had to be at one of the me- me- you know, megan <laughs> one of those fucking <laughs> commercial places oh megan trainer did it all about that ass i mean <laughs> oh, you know <laughs> yeah so so with the gaming what are you what are you into is it mainly call of duty and i noticed that you use a computer do you do like the consoles no so i play off a monitor okay so i have a full gaming setup you know gaming nice. chair nice um you know, I use a scuff controller. I'm full into it. My main thing is Call of Duty, the new one. I'm not a big fan of because mm-hmm. I think it punishes the better player. I've heard, yeah, I've heard about that. Um, so the new Call of Duty it punishes a good player, but you know, I played the God. Of, I played God of War. I finished that. Mm-hmm. Um, I watch a lot of Twitch streamers. I didn't really get too much into Fortnite because. You know, I wasn't a big fan of the building, and if I played PC, I probably would have been a better Fortnite player. Yeah. Um, but, you know, my main thing is focusing on Call of Duty, and I'll play Call of Duty when it comes out, even when I hate it. Yeah. Like, I wasn't a big fan of World War when it when when that came out. Um, my best Call of Duties were, was probably Black Ops 2, mm. best ever. Yeah. Um, I played, you know, kind of semi-competitive stuff in Black Ops 3. Yeah. I had, you know, had a full team. Um, we we did a lot of game battles, you know, where we actually put our own money up and play. You that's know? what's up. And, but, you know, that's a lot of time and a lot of focus. Yeah, you it know? is. Yeah. And working two jobs and having an even balance, I have to understand that I can't play 12 hours of Call of Duty. Right. And still have the rest of the stuff. So, you know, some of my Call of Duty, you know, has taken a hit. However, I think once you develop a skill and able to play mm-hmm. that type of game, mm-hmm. no matter what Call of Duty it is, you're still going to be good, you know? Yeah. You're, I mean, you're, yeah. once you become a gamer, you're a gamer at heart. Right. You know? You could put me in any game, and I'm probably going to be decent at mm-hmm. it. Because I, can, I have, like, good gaming instincts. And yeah. I think that's a thing. Yeah. You know, I... I see some people who get into like first person shooters and stuff and they just run around (laughs) willy nilly on the map. Can't do nothing. Yeah. You know, I mean, I understand how to use the tools of a game to my best advantage. Okay. Using the mini map, which unfortunately this year doesn't have uh, red dots when someone shoots. So, oh, damn, that was critical. Right. It's critical. Yeah. You know, and it makes it very camper friendly. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, 
I can get way, way, way down a pigeonhole on how I dislike, you know, the current status of this game. Yeah. And how developers are really holding it back from being one of the best Call of Duties to come out in a while. But, you know, until some changes are made, it's going to be a certain way. And like every other person that plays it, I have to adapt and I have to be a slow, methodical player when I have the skill Mm -hmm. with the tools at hand to be rushing my brains out. Right. You know, yeah. shooting everything and knowing my path, you know, and yeah, really being a more efficient player. But I can't be as efficient because I'm held back because I don't have my normal tools at hand. Well, you know? if enough if, if enough people give that feedback, like at least nowadays you can there are DLCs and everything where they can improve something like that. Right. Hopefully. Yeah, yes and no. But so the same problem happened in Fortnite where uh there's something called skill-based matchmaking mm-hmm. where it takes a good player and makes you go into lobbies with other good other players. Good, yeah, okay. So it protects the newer player from just getting punished by, you know, <laughs> Anthony's like me running around like a maniac, you know, yep. murdering little kids, you yeah. know, and then getting on the mic and going, yeah, what's your mother's name, you know, <laughs> <laughs> or stuff like that, you know. Yeah, you know, I'm, I, I listen. I'm a toxic player. I will talk shit. You know, I I am everything you don't want to be as a Call of Duty player. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I am. Ex- you you want to put a picture in a box of don't be like don't be like me, and that's probably what the developers are trying to avoid. Oh uh, yeah, is be. people like me going into lobbies where there's a bunch of people who maybe have gotten the game for the first time or mm-hmm. or haven't played in a while and are trying to figure it out again. Yeah. And they just get punished into the ground. So their playtime, they say, fuck this, I'm not going to play anymore. Right. And they get off. Where the game, the developers protect these people now. Yeah. And put them into situations where they can succeed. Yeah. But the top tier ends up getting hurt. Not even saying I'm like super top tier, but. Not but your experience and your. I'm an experienced player. And it, it definitely does punish it. Yeah. It's just like giving everybody in, on the team trophies when they lose, right? That's it. That's <laughs> Same it. mentality. That's it. <laughs> no, you got to go through it. You got you to gotta be that dude, man. You got to be that person that turns on and you don't know shit. And, and then you go against those motherfuckers who know every fucking thing. And you got to take that shit. Well, you got to take it. And then you got to raise – you got to – rise up to that occasion there there's fun things about i mean well maybe fun to me but there's fun (laughs) things about call of duty that are fun like taking a throwing knife and hitting a throwing knife cross map and hitting somebody yeah now now because i get put into lobbies against really good players you almost have to have these competitive loadouts Mm -hmm. that you're going into the game with every time to succeed right so i can't mess around because if I try messing around, you just get punished. Yeah. The entire time, you're just getting wrecked when you're just trying to, you know, before, like, you know, if there was a, a little Timmy, you know, running around with his shotgun because he's never played before, I could run around him in circles and then stab him in the face, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you have a Twitch account or uh, I think, I, think follow? I, I mean, I think I've streamed a couple times through my PS4, yeah, but, yeah. you know, nothing, I don't, you know... No. That's my private stuff. You gotcha. Know? Yeah, I, yeah. I do that at home. You know. I get you. If any, if anything, I'll play with whoever. Yeah. You know, if you shoot an invite. Yeah. But I'll shoot that man an invite anytime he'll he'll release that information and get your ass beat. Yeah, Mike. <laughs> <laughs>
Here we go. Here we go. That's what's up. Here we go. It's been a long time since I've actually like picked up a gaming system because with everything like when I when I started going like it was like a, a full because I was full gamer for the longest time like throughout my 20s when i hit 30 that's when i started getting it more into fitness and then like actually focusing on important shit in my life you know what i mean and then so mean, so the gaming, gaming is well yes <laughs> yes uh but i've i've had like i was that dude that would just be at home getting high playing fucking video games all fucking day if i'm if i go to come home from work and that that was literally all i did so now i had to put that I had to put it down to the back burner because I, I don't have a whole, like, no, I didn't work on a career either. So, <laughs> you know, if you have a career, you're good. Get off me, man. <laughs> That's all I want to do is play video games. Hey, man, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's it's, nothing it's the wrong balance, with that. man. It's the balance. Yeah, I didn't have that. So so the gaming is what fell, uh, you know, to the, to the back burner. But I've been, like, lately now I'm starting to – I work with a bunch of nerds too. I work at Apple, so it's like – that's why you're my man. <laughs> yeah, so so that's what I'm saying is like now I'm starting to get that itch. I'm hearing new new games coming out and I was just, I was just telling my girl I'm like, "Yo man, I kind of I kind of want to get myself a PS4 or an Xbox." No, hold off, hold off because the PS5 yes, is coming out. Yes. Yep. True. Yep. So true. you might as well hold off until that PS5 that's, comes. That's that's very true. Cuz so. then you're going to be locked in for a, a couple years. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you're yeah, fucked you're all right. over again. So <laughs> yeah. So my my biggest problem and why I, I have to keep my interest very very dialed in mm. because i am ocd i have to have like the gym stuff i have every knee wrap yeah i have to have i have i have to have and i'll research for hours and hours to know the best of whatever you know and then i'll take the best of those products and narrow it down till i have that like my gaming setup, I have the best monitor. Mm -hmm. You know, I have the best headset, Turtle Beach. Shout out. Yeah. You know? Yep. I, I like finding and be, and being and having the best stuff surrounding me when I do stuff. Yeah. But if I was to like, you know, fuck, put, uh, give me an, another example. If I was to like playing tennis, I'd have to have the best tennis uh, racket. Even your guitars. Yeah. Oh, you know? yeah. Playing guitar yeah. and stuff. Playing guitar. Yeah, mm. I, I had to have the best guitar. Thank you, Zane. I just right. bought the <laughs> only guitar I'll ever play again off of him. Yeah, you know? nice. I've been wanting this one for a long time, and, you know, we made a trade. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I've, I've wanted so. Now I'm happy yeah. with that, you know? <laughs> so you just, you're, you're just a person that if you know that you're investing in this, you want to invest in the best. I invest fully. Mm -hmm. You know, some, yeah, right. My phone, True. Apple yeah. shit, you True. know? Mm -hmm. I, I, I mean, I'll be real. I think Apple is a lot like kind of the way I, I run the training stuff because, yeah, you know what? It is very Sometimes the Apple stuff locks you in and doesn't give you the versatility to do whatever you want, right. to customize it however you want. But you know what? They make it simple, they make it accessible, mm -hmm. and they make it easy yep. for everyone, yep. no matter sure what. Works. And they make sure it works. Mm -hmm. You know, my phone, 100%, I know this thing always works. It's accessible. I don't have, I don't have to be a, a rocket scientist to use it yeah. you know mm -hmm. i can hand this to anyone and they can figure it out you know i i can't say the same for other things correct you know yeah the macbooks the way everything works together is the same way my training stuff works yep everything always works together 
it can anyone can come into it and they can all figure it out. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter who you are. Yep. And it can adjust for for anyone and given their you know, given their passions. Look look at how big the, the iPad became for like even like tattoo artists oh and stuff. You know what I mean? To be able to zoom in and, and to just do layers, you know, whereas before fuck, the whole thing is ruined where you could just delete a layer and you know what I mean, as long as you do it right. It, Procreate. Yeah. yeah. In that poke change the game. Exactly. Sure. And I know Yeah, no, it's not. It's not. And that um and me, you know, I work for the company, so I know that that their biggest thought um when it comes to that is to be able to have the same thing like a an older person as well as as a kid. Is it a surprise that a kid can navigate through an iPad and fucking go wherever they need to go, go on? Yeah, like that. And they're teaching people who are older. That's not that's not a coincidence. It's because they made it you know, so easy, so user friendly mm -hmm. to where they can just pick it up and use it. I think, I think older, I, I think as you go on, your willingness to learn new things starts to dwindle. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. And I think I, I always say I'm young hearted to, because I always want to learn new shit. Yeah. Always. You mm -hmm. know, I'm never yeah. shutting that off. Yep. You know, that's probably why, like, I'll get into learning, you know, a harder thing. You know, I, I'll try to learn about every single piece of new gym equipment coming out, mm -hmm. every brand. Mm -hmm. I don't need to know that because the, the possibility of me having something new at Samson's is so slim, you know? Yeah. You know, we're, we use old school stuff. However, yeah. it provides a taste in my brain to know how to convert a machine a certain way and you, how we say, yep, we're using this machine wrong today, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. because I'm taking a machine and making it like something that has come out more ergonomic or just to hit a different angle. Right. You know, yeah. I mean, there isn't a workout we do now where we don't use something wrong every time, you know. Every yeah. time. And when I say wrong, we're using it in a way that it's hitting the proper way. Yeah. You know, yep. we're intending. Yeah. No, I can definitely uh, respect that because, uh, I mean, uh, I'm constantly going into the gym and I don't really know how a lot of that shit works. I learned a few things uh, from that one session that we did, you know what I mean, that I'm going to incorporate on, on my leg day, you know what I mean, um, where it comes to, you know, like pretty much just like how 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 low i can i can get to yeah. you know what i mean like you were pushing me to do that or what weight is yes exactly exactly you know? um we, remember remember our weight conversation yeah 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 <laughs> how no. you decide what is heavy yeah exactly True. what you decide is heavy because your mind is going to decide that way before right. you know so right. so you knowing like fuck that i can do this shit you know right. what i mean and then you push it anyway right um because definitely that that day i thought i was you know what? That's another thing that I learned is like not to put too much emphasis on that because honestly, that day you were you were telling me do this, do that. You know what I mean? And I didn't think about it. You're racking up the weights, and I didn't think about it. Whereas when I'm doing it for myself, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm getting to that. You know, four to five uh, plate. Mm, I don't know if I can. You know what I mean? Like I'm already psyching myself out. Psyching yourself out. Yep. However, that fear can work in your. It can your help yeah. it can work in your favor and yeah. i like being afraid when i lift yeah i'll be honest yeah once that fear is kicking in is when i know that 
we're probably in the right area, mm-hmm. you know, to really do some good work. Yeah. You got, you got to know that failing is a possibility too. Like you, I fail every single day, mm-hmm. but you learn from that. So next week you're like, all right, I know to do this better this time. Yeah. Do it every time. Do it a little bit better. Yeah. Isn't the goal to failure? Well, I mean, so, <laughs> yeah. sometimes. You well, know? I, I don't want to walk yeah. up to something going, all right, I'm going to fail. No, I want to walk up confident. Yeah. But knowing well, that there's a reason not being scared to fail. Used to yell lightweight. Yeah, lightweight. Yeah, lightweight. that's right. Yep. I mean, that's a Ronnie Coleman thing, you yep. know, screaming that. Yep. But. So – you know, um, gentlemen, it's it's been a little over an hour now, so I have one other question that I kind of like to ask people. But if you could, if if you could give advice to to someone who's wanting to walk into the gym today, and like, if you can give them that advice, what would you tell them? Uh, advice to yeah, somebody if they, brand if they br- somebody brand new, they know nothing about anything. Figure your body out on your own without, you know, trying to learn nothing. Mm. Go to every single machine, learn it on your own. Who gives a fuck if you do it wrong? Somebody's going to come up and correct you, mm-hmm. you know? Take risk and, not, you know, to, to learn it on your own instead of jumping online or jumping on YouTube and buying workout programs or even getting a trainer right away. Yeah, Learn what the common thing, a fly, a machine, try to figure it out on your own. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like if, uh, it's like if, if you were to like get a Rubik's cube, you know, you would, uh, you work on it until you figure it out on your own. You know, it's yeah. not like a instruction manual, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't even think I'm an instruction manual to everyone on how to train, you know, everyone's their own Rubik's cube. And the only person that knows how to solve that Rubik's Cube is yourself. Correct. You know, not everybody's going to be the same. Either Nobody's way. going to be the same. Nope. And that's why before, like, if if you don't have yourself figured out, there's no way I can help you figure yourself out. Correct. I mean, I'm going to try my hardest, you mm-hmm. know. I'm going to give you the avenues to walk down, to push you down the path to figuring it out. But the best advice is to figure yourself out first. And then figure out the gym, the whatever, yeah. you know? And yeah. most of the time, the gym's the easy part. You got to mm-hmm. figure out the rest of the bullshit mm-hmm. you're lying mm-hmm. about, yeah. you know? You know what? And that goes for people mm-hmm. just trying to, for everything outside of the gym, too, figure out who you are before right. before you jump into anything, into right. anything, because you can waste a hell of a lot of fucking time doing a lot of shit you don't want to do if you don't know who the fuck you are yep you know and then you're wasting money you're wasting energy you're wasting time you're wasting other people's time wasting so, other people's time yep so that's so that's great great advice for for time, pretty much anything and you know what time something that you can't get back mm-hmm. you know yep. you can never get time back yep you know you can you can get a lot of other things back mm-hmm. you know or because i mean even even when you fuck up and you realize, you know, I just did all this and it's lost effort. Who give you know, at the end of the day, yeah, that shit's learning experience. You know? If I worked I that's why like some of the guys like the Dave who I train with, or even some other people, mm-hmm. when they've worked out for long periods of time, come to me and realize, Man, what have I been doing for the past six years? Right. You know? Yeah. I've been wasting my time. Yep. Technically, they haven't because they've learned that that is 
what they were doing before is not necessarily the right way. Yeah. They learn their body. They know that what doesn't work mm-hmm. until they get to the point where we figured it out now. Correct. We are on the right path. And they have to they have to do that in order to, to come to you and actually know right. that what you're teaching them is the right way. Right. You know what I mean? So that's great advice. Uh, so let people for... For the people who don't know how to get in contact with you or how to set up a, you know, a training session with you, let them know. All right. If you're a girl, don't contact me because I have a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure my girlfriend would want to hear that. <laughs> good start. That's fair. That's a very good start. That's a very good start. Yes. No, no, obviously, no. Anybody can contact me. I train girls. I've done, uh, you know, I've helped them through bikini competitions where they've won overalls but i train everyone whatever it's real simple frameworks mm-hmm. go to instagram type frameworks in and uh you'll find my ugly pictures with an e w- w- yeah with yep, frameworks e. with an e yep. frameworks with an e <laughs> and uh you'll find me and you can just send me a message on there my email to um the bit the frameworks business account is linked to it uh you can send me an email or obviously direct messaging through Instagram. If you don't have Instagram, Samson's Powerhouse Gym. I have cards there, and I'm there more or less every day, 8 in the morning till 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Awesome. Hey, bro, thank you very much for coming uh, on the show today and sharing a little bit more of who you are. Thank you to Zane and Jet from Love Hate Tattoo, um, who are awesome guys. Um, For everyone out there, thank you for listening. And as always, if people are calling you crazy, you're on the right path. Peace. Peace. Mm.